0: Name this tune. Don't need no reason. Don't need no rhyme. Ain't nothing that I'd rather do. Going down. Party time. My friends are going to be there too. All together now. I'm on the highway, highway. to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's how Good job, I, everybody. That's where we're going. So. Uh,
1: I wanted to answer, uh, open with hello.
0: Because it starts with hell.
1: It starts with hell.
0: O. Oh. Oh. Um, I've always thought aloha was a nicer way to say hi. Nice. I, I like shalom too. Shalom. Mm-hmm. shalom. I don't ever say it because you'd be like the weird guy. Mm-hmm. But I had a professor in college, a New Testament professor. that That's how he opened and closed every class. It's it's beautiful. It's shalom. Uh, it's such a, but he, when you say hello to someone, you're basically, your greeting is hell. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that I don't even get that. There's a group that's called the oh hellos that's pretty good so i don't know what that means maybe you could tell people oh hello so what is that that just makes you sound like you're you know scottish or something <laughs> oh hello we
2: could be like dora hola hola
0: yeah. <laughs> works i mean hola mm-hmm. lot like aloha yeah. yeah i like that idea yeah. but uh, yeah we open with the uh, familiar words to anyone from my generation certainly um highway to hell has one big flaw in it. What's the big flaw in the theology of ACDC on this particular tune? Mm. We won't even talk about. It. We won't even talk about. Uh, I think it's Hyundai. Is it Hyundai or Mitsubishi using Thunderstruck as a commercial for their car that oh. looks like Grandma's car?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work.
0: Have you seen the commercial?
1: I don't think I have.
0: It's, it's, no. like, I think it's I Mitsubishi those. or Hyundai. It's like this grandma slow, car. Huh? It's and it's got highway to, it's got Thunderstruck playing mm-hmm. like that. I don't think they That's know like what Thunderstruck you know means. Yeah. Anyway. What's the problem with mm-hmm. Hello everybody listening? <laughs> <laughs> uh what's the problem with um ACDCs? The idea of helping a party. Exactly. Heaven's boring.
2: Mm-hmm. All your friends are gonna be All there.
0: All my friends are gonna be there too. Which it ties mm-hmm. great with what I was saying. And I, I think this is my whole premise for where I am on today's topic is the antithesis or maybe even the, the same thing as last week's topic on heaven is I think Christianity's PR department for both has not done a good job. We've, we've conveyed heaven in a way that makes it like you don't want to go there. And we've made hell sound like, or it's interpreted that, that, that hell would be a much more fun place. So I think we've dropped the ball on that one. So is hell a place? Well, <laughs> Thank you well, for listening to our podcast. Well, well about that. <laughs> it's been a blast today. Nah, that was fun. <laughs> my my well was pregnant with the thought that that's hopefully where we're going to get today and my use of the word place was just a uh, a casual word to convey my other thoughts I was trying to say. So, let's okay. th- let's dive in. Dive in, we shall. Our topic today is hell. Last week we talked about heaven. Um, So let's just poll the room. We got four of us. Who all's here?
2: Joni Wallach.
0: Daryl Fishbeck. And Misty. I'm Jamie. Let's poll the room. Who here amongst the four of us would affirm uh, that there is a, a theological and practical reality that hell exists?
1: I feel like what you believe about hell really describes what you believe about God.
0: You did not answer the question.
1: (laughs) I answered the question with a question. I'm glad she went first. That that was a (laughs) statement.
0: That (laughs) wasn't a question. Okay. If that was a question we need to work on questions.
1: I believe it's real. I'm one. It's a real
2: place. I believe it's it's
0: something. I really have more questions now than I say did 10 years ago. You believe it's something. Well what? Okay. Let's let's <laughs> Pin in there. <laughs> Let's go to Joni. <laughs> I just
1: diverted, so I don't really know what I believe, um, all the way because it's hard to believe in a in a hell, um, where it's just p- punitive punishment. When I feel like God is all about restoration, so I don't know.
0: Okay, so we have a yes. A qualified, and then we have a mm, mm. doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> I'm on the side of hell must necessarily exist, um, but I'm not certain. I know exactly in what state, form, or condition it does exist. Uh, so I may be somewhere between Misty and Daryl. Probably, I have no idea where where Wallach is over there.
1: <laughs> Wait, we don't know. We'll see at the end of this where that I makes lay me, me
0: feel better that. because I was afraid I was mm. going to be the one who's going to be. Like just the totally most clueless and out there on this. So. Well, thank Not you cl- for no. <laughs> clueless.
1: <laughs> thank you, Daryl.
0: Clueless is the. R- I'm and having a bad day today with I my win. word uses. We know what you meant. We know <laughs> what, what we you meant. Know. I figured y'all. It was gonna be three against one today, is what mm-hmm. I was thinking. So it is. It's just a different three on one. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I'm, I'm in there with Jody a little bit. I just, I have more questions than I do answers. Well, let's, let's just vo- follow through um, where we're at and how we feel about things. Cause I think that probably hell is the one we swallow the hardest on in terms of like accepting the medicine that's there. Um, we love heaven, love grace love repentance, we love the story, the narratives, the Holy Spirit, all of those aspects of what it means to live the Christian life, but hell is that thing, ah, it just doesn't, there's something that doesn't sit right. What are you thinking, Misty? You were just quick on the response. Give us where you're, and and for the record, no one's wrong, because to my knowledge, none of us have been there. Well, my quote from your sermon yesterday. Although junior high comes close. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you, I'm not going to quote you accurately, but you said something like, our theology is exactly that, our theology, that God's bigger than the things. Am I Am I doing a good job of saying it how you said it? I don't remember. Well, I don't know if I said our theology. I just said God is bigger than whatever system, theological right. construct you want to stick him into. Because those are things that we have so let's let's play with that for a moment so one of the things we've done with hell in our co- in our imagination is we have built hell as the private domain of the devil where he is the boss and it's the south park version of hell where, where the devil is the he's the kingpin he gets to rule it and if you're really good in hell which i don't know how that would work you too can move up this corporate ladder of hell and be a kind of like a boss in hell, uh, sort of thing.
1: It reminds me of the Good Place uh, show, the Kristen Bell show. Do you know what I'm talking
0: about? Sounds, I do. Sounds way too feminine for me. <laughs> okay, never but I have only watched a couple episodes. Well, what what are you connecting to it?
1: Just the move up the ladder part. Oh, okay. Levels levels of hell.
0: But we cut off. Misty, actually oh, never sorry. said so, a word. Yeah. I asked her to interrupt. interrupted. never said just, a word. I'm
2: listening. It's okay. I just feel like if Jesus came to restore us, like Joni said, then uh, scripture, just according to scripture, it, he's, I mean, it's it's over and over again from Old Testament to New Testament that he refers to, you know, um, the how do you say it? Shoel? Sheel. Sheel. Uh, abraham's bosom then you have the you know jesus comes hades of course that was before jesus and then and then hell and how hell originated um you know it is that not what jesus came to do when he died on the cross for our sins was you know make a way for heaven and hell and to be that mediator between the two and if there's heaven as our quote-unquote reward those of us that believe and follow him, then what is the ultimate punishment for those that reject him? To me, it just makes sense.
0: And see, that's where I'm at. It's just the logical consistency of it. Plus, the book of Hebrews, f- I think, fleshes that out. It doesn't mm-hmm. talk about hell specifically. But, you know,
2: but there's references th- all throughout.
0: One of my favorite verses, right? It's the Hugh Hefner verse. It is appointed unto man once to die, mm-hmm. and after that, judgment. There, if if there is no judgment, then then the, the Bible's lying, mm-hmm. and um, and this life doesn't mean anything. Then right. the, our actions and consequences here—what are we doing this for—are meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> but you, I think we often equate judgment with punishment, and and isn't the, kind of the meaning of the word judgment a a setting straight of things or setting right, putting things in order? And so, I, and I'm not saying that can't involve consequences, but I think we too quickly read the word judgment and we, we impose anger and punishment on a word that maybe is bigger than that. I, I see what you're saying. Judgment has lots of connotations, not just punitive, to use the word that Joni used. But I believe in that same construct in Hebrews. It's not far away from a passage that says it is a terrifying and fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. Um, the we should be afraid of punishment mm-hmm. and judgment, because I think that's the context of Hebrews is that God punished people before and he will punish them again. Now the question I think we have is, and I think this is where Joni's at is, is this punishment eternal? And that, that's where I, I take some level of, I don't know. Um, i there's the, 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 there's the traditional view on this And the conditional view on this And that is It's popularly referred to as Eternal hell Or annihilationism <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I think what we've seen in my lifetime Is people have, are moving away from The traditional view Which is Dante's hell, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The seven circles And you spiral down And there's still all these different levels But it'll last forever So you're eternally suffering Or the conditional view that there is some sort of... It it, it will eventually end. It may not be instant, but at some point the punitive aspect ends and the soul is annihilated. Um, How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel better, Joni?
1: Either way, it's still separation from God forever. Well, and that's a definition. But if
0: you don't exist, then you're not aware. Mm -hmm. See, the problem that a lot of folks have is The idea of hell as a torture chamber even if someone is being punished I wouldn't torture someone for eternity I don't care how bad they I I, I couldn't do it so putting that on God that he's going to torture someone for eternity because they didn't love him they didn't love him or they did a bad thing or whatever it was um, to torture them for eternity if that if that's the case people say, well then, then God's not good Mm-hmm. Good good people don't torture people forever. But punishment as a separation from God and then a, a ceasing to exist. You just mm-hmm. completely cease to exist the way the dog does. Which is what, that's where C.S. Lewis is, by mm-hmm.
1: the way. I'm more of on the annihilation camp.
0: The the best treatise on that is, is what Lewis does in the Narnia books, right? So at the end, those who aren't in the... hes <laughs> He has a hard time keeping all his metaphors in order but at the end the animals who are punished what happens is they lose their consciousness mm-hmm. they cease having the ability to talk anymore and they're not aware of who they are and their play. the image of god has been removed and I, I i kind of feel like that's a better view of what happens to uh the the hell aspect of it um, but
2: even separation from god is i mean even if it is just that isn't that bad enough well, <laughs> well absolutely <laughs> exactly. you know i'm yeah. just saying well and if you see it alone
0: also not as god's separating us but we're choosing to be separated if, if like I, I think I referenced last time if, if cold is the absence of heat and dark is the absence of light death is the absence of life and mm-hmm. so if God is life and you are separated from him then you are in a state of death I guess mm-hmm. you could say like you said the animals um, image of God was removed from them so to speak that creates that leaves you with death I don't know what well, it's it's the second death, but it's still death, right? And, it, and it's and, and, and it's eternal in the sense that it lasts forever, mm-hmm. and that's where it becomes eternal. It's not that you suffer forever, but the effects of it are eternal. So if you if you are in in that state of hell, that final state, and then you cease to exist, you are never coming back. Mm-hmm. There is no there's no place for redemption after mm-hmm. that, which Absolutely. to me is a big part of it. Whatever else you believe, there has to be a place <coughs> in your theology, I think, that says at some point there is no more. I got a second chance at this. Right. Yeah. There's a place where all your chances, chances. are used up. Yeah.
1: If you think that there's a second chance, then that's would be purgatory, I would think, which is
0: uh, no purgatory like the waiting room for the dentist.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which um, is where I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Misty's I'll, going I'll, to purgatory I'll tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Tell purgatory. us how it is. <laughs>
1: I'll let you know. Purgatory was something that was invented, right? It was. It's not really biblical. Well,
0: right? I can't find anywhere in Scripture that defends purgatory other than some... So Paul, bless his heart, Paul says in Philippians that to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Now, I believe that. But Paul also says in 1 Corinthians 15 that we die, we're buried, and then on Judgment Day we'll rise again Mm -hmm. from the grave. Those who are dead in Christ shall rise first. Those seem, again, logically inconsistent. So if Daryl dies today, hopefully not. But if he dies today... I'd be be okay with it if it happened. (laughs)
1: We're, for, for the record, uh, we're not okay with okay, it. Okay,
0: <laughs> we're going to pause this and unpack Daryl's statement. We'll be back with, enjoy this word from our sponsors. <laughs> <Where's> the tissue? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I can't not say that. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> um, uh, we're back. Um, so, um, he dies, we bury him, and then and 500 years from now, Jesus comes back.
1: Jamie is not making a prediction. Uh, No, 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 no. no. I'm just
0: picking a number. Jesus comes back in 500 years. But at Daryl's funeral, we'll say he's with Jesus. But Paul's first Corinthians seems to imply, you're just laying around in the grave waiting for Judgment Day. Mm -hmm. So how are both of those true? And purgatory is one of those constructs that says, well, you kind of go to this divine waiting room where you're waiting for the end to come. And I think in some theological uh, ideas, the prayers on earth by faithful can push people out of the waiting room into heaven it's like you know you're getting uh, power up points (laughs) to to reach the next level uh, of of being which reminds me the original mario game was a treatise on dante's view of hell (laughs) Uh, there are seven levels to it you go through And when you get to Bowser at the end, it's the lake of fire. It's it's Hmm. really anyway. I digress. So why does the
2: Bible reference lake of fire and fire and this and that? I mean, if that's not, is that just a, um, just an image?
0: Maybe I think uh, I I take that literal though. Mm -hmm. So if you're going, and that really fits the annihilation viewpoint that when you put someone in the lake of fire, then they are purged clean. Right, they're <laughs> purified and burned and are no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, uh, I, I take that to be literal. Mm-hmm. So let's talk for a moment about. Uh, I think this is a good place to transition. the The different words in the Bible that mean that are usually translated as hell. What was the first one you mentioned, Misty? Like a fire. Well, Sheol. sheol. Oh, Sheol, yeah. Now, sheol is the Jehan. primarily the domain of the Old Testament. And um, I think David uses it, you will not let my soul rot in Sheol. And I'm going to argue, and you can come at me if you want to, that the ancient Hebrews did not have a complex theology of hell. Mm -hmm. For them, Sheol was just the grave. You will not let my body rot in the grave Mm -hmm. uh, is a, a statement not about eternal states, but it's a statement about uh not being dead <laughs> mm-hmm. when you're dead, you rot, mm-hmm. and he's saying, I'm not going to die yet, yet we understand that verse is about Jesus that he won't rot in mm-hmm. the grave because he was resurrected mm-hmm. um so David was writing better than he knew, mm-hmm. but the word is used throughout the Old Testament to refer to I think just the grave. I don't know exactly what the ancient Hebrews believed about the afterlife. Mm-hmm. The Old Testament is not really that concerned with mm-hmm. the afterlife. It's concerned with this life. Mm-hmm. God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I mean, Jesus will say he's the God of the living, not the dead, mm-hmm. which, so which then makes would it, it more complicated. It, would it be safe to say then our whole concept and idea of hell is actually built out of a limited range of New Testament words and verses? Completely accurate. Mm-hmm. The, we have a small amount of data set, and we have built this huge... Most of it in pop culture, and you can blame Dante. You, you, he started it. That's what Mm -hmm. I've, and he built that mostly upon the ancient Romans and Greeks. I mean, his the Inferno is based more upon uh, the way Virgil wrote about hell in the Aeneid than it is upon anything in the Mm -hmm. Bible. This idea that when you go to the shield to hell, you will interact with other people, you will have conversations with them. That's uh, that's just a strange thing. Mm-hmm. It's more the place of the dead than it is hell. Um, I, I, yeah. The so much of this, and and maybe this is if I, f- I feel like I sound like a broken record week to week. I feel like I'm constantly avoiding the topic, but con- critiquing how I grew up with the topics, <laughs> and I feel like there's so much of of hell and hellfire and brimstone and stuff that I grew up with because to put it crudely it's it filled seats or it got um people to do something. When you when you press the fear button um you 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 get people to react to I just watched a, a series on Netflix called How to Become a Tyrant and and it was kind of a... Step one, get a podcast. <laughs> it was We're on our way. Um, it was tongue-in-cheek. Um, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. But a lot of it was you just um, have to be confident. Um, I've heard the word con artist or con man basically comes from the root confident. So you have a confident artist. It's the salesman, the used car salesman metaphor of you just have to sell it. And at some point, people are just going to buy into it. And I feel like so much of a certain generation of preachers preached the hellfire and brimstone you hear people now we just need more sermons on hell because it gets a response but is that response healthy is it good is is it what we want is it why people are pushing back now and and having more questions is because we were so confident that we and i use the term we us christians on the inside of the four walls we're going to heaven and all those heathens are going to hell and that hell is a place like Dante described and if you're not in you know I used to have a, <laughs> I feel bad about this but I had a t-shirt in college that was a spoof on Nike you know when Christian t-shirts were spoofing everything mm-hmm. and it was like God's wiser it was like <laughs> a get fish. right get right or get left mm-hmm. you know that was the the, the spoof on on heaven mm-hmm. and I, I don't know where I'm going with this rambling here but I just I just feel like the message gets responses sometimes, and so whether it's accurate or not, it became how you fill seats and how you get people to change their behavior. I think where you're going on this is we've used hell as a morality tool. Scare tactic. Yes, thank you yeah. To, yeah. for mm-hmm. summarizing that in three words. We, we've mm-hmm. taken it as, and that's where Mr. Toad comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, Story time with Jamie. <laughs> Our nee- children were little. Nee- yeah, we were, they were. <laughs> 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 Misty provided this, <laughs> the music. Uh, our children were little, but they were all old enough. They're both old enough to actually ride all the rides. So we decided it was time to take them to Disneyland. Not Disney World, but Disneyland in California. So we got there, and we rode the plane like 4 o'clock in the morning. That's what you do, right? You leave at 4 o'clock in the morning. You're there. You go straight to Disneyland. <laughs> Our first time, I had never been there before. Kim had been like a hundred times, but it was, you know, the girls are like ah! Went, ah So you get in the first part of Disneyland is the old part of the park, right? Um, uh, it's just this all the old rides: right? Peter Pan, Snow White, but one of them is <laughs> Mister Toad's Journey or something like Mister Toad, and you get in the car. And you go through, and it's that classic old Disney ride. It's not like anything new. It's all the pop-up stuff. here in the car. But you go through, and Mr. Toad has this fun thing, and he goes to a bar, and there are <laughs> dancing women, and then Mr. Toad drinks too much, and he gets drunk. And this is all the ride. My kid, but Phoebe's like eight. And we're on the Mr Tug is drunk and then he goes through and he dr- he's driving and he's a he's, he's drunk driving so he has an accident and he dies and the ride ends with Mr. Toad in hell he goes to hell in the ride <laughs> and you know this it's,
1: is horrible this is
0: Disney he's in hell and puts your thing and and so they, they, they've done the Disney. They turn the temperature up. So you get to the, the part where he's in hell. It's like, wow, it suddenly got hot in here. And then, you, then the ride ends. Ah, yay. My children were traumatized. We're like walking around. They're like white. They're like, oh, Mr. <laughs> the and it's eternal soul. It's, but it's, it's the morality tale. This is what happens when you engage yeah. in wrong behavior. Don't, don't do good. And so we've, re- we've removed hell as the separation from God. Mm-hmm. Which is the biblical definite, the biblical idea, and it's only come into this is what happen- This is where bad people go who make bad decisions, and that's how he preached it. If you if you sleep with your girlfriend, if you cheat on your uh, business partner, your taxes, if you um, are steal, steel, if you don't if you don't support the church programs, if you're um, a homosexual or a communist this is where you're gonna go right you're gonna go to hell and this is how we preached it and it does put bottoms in the seat because morality is a powerful elixir to people who want to feel better than somebody else and they'll always sign up for that the problem is that's not exactly the way in which the scriptures teach it in fact the Bible if you take that Matthew 25 passage I think we talked about it not too long ago um, the people who he says depart from me ye workers of iniquity and out in the darkness uh and the, where there's gnashing of teeth and all the all shouting and yelling and screaming and pain and misery which seems like a metaphor for hell or all the people who were did we not <laughs> did we not uh preach in your name and visit and all these things and he's just you know depart from me it's the religious people who go to hell mm-hmm. um which is a fascinating upside down thing. And so then
2: if you're that type of a person that was saved, quote unquote, that way about the scare tactics, then can that even make you a, I don't want to say a good witness for the Lord, but th- that then that's how you turn around and witness to people. Well, And the you know, it's yes. just this vicious cycle. They, they will know stoning. you're my
0: disciples by yeah. your hellf- hellfire and brimstone mm-hmm. sermons and attitudes.
2: Scaring other people half to death into... And Salvation. the
0: irony is Christianity has always said it's about having a relationship mm-hmm. with God. Yeah. Those two things don't seem t- to gel. It's more about I just want to make sure God's not angry at me. Right. I don't really know him that well, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to hell. Right.
1: Just want to check the box, yeah. ring the bell, do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all went to and we camp. And we call it, it love. So. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, it's actually a godless, Jesusless mm-hmm. view of the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Yes. I do the wrong things. I go to hell. I do the right things. I go to heaven. Which self-salvation. Is why, which is why if you ask enough people, if you, a hundred people off the street, even in like Marble Falls where we were, this broadcast is brought to you by lovely Marble Falls where the sky is always blue <laughs> and the grass is always Pleasant green bill. and the wind is always 25 miles an hour in your face. Um <laughs> Where we live at Marble Falls, like everybody goes to church to some degree or everyone says I'm saved. I mean, finding a non-Christian here is difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by I say that, I mean finding someone who will admit to being a non-Christian. <laughs> right. Yet if you were to start asking them, are you going to go to heaven? They'll say yes. The majority of them will say, why? They will say, because I, I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, they may even bring you the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Which is now still a Jesusless view of going to heaven and of a Jesus Jesusless view of who goes to hell. Mm-hmm. We didn't get very far. Sheol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glad you remember that. Mm-hmm. Sheol. There Sorry. are three words to my knowledge in the New Testament um, that are used. Who knows what they are? Gehenna. Gehenna.
1: Which is where they sacrifice the babies, right? Um yeah.
0: Tell, tell us what you know about mm. Gehenna
1: that's where they sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> to the uh the god uh, mm. God what was mm, that molech Molech. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, you're doing good
1: that's all I got. we <laughs> listen
0: to our pastor's sermons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, I only have one good sermon on hell that's it. I can preach just about anything multiple times uh but hell there's not a whole lot to say about it, uh which is a hell of a thing <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Um, Gehenna is uh, Jesus's favorite word, mm-hmm. right? I've got my Bible open here to Mark, and uh, let's see, let's see. Now. I want to get the right passage here. Mark, Mark nine forty-two. And he's talking about sin and temptation and problems. Um, whoever causes one of these little, Mark nine forty two, whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it'd be better for him if a great millstone were hung about his neck and he were thrown into the sea. And if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It's better for you to enter into life crippled than with two hands and go to hell to the unquenchable fire. Uh, hell here, if you have a good study b- uh, Bible, is Gehenna. It's not. It's not the other word. What's the other word that's usually used sometimes? Sheol. Hades. Hades. Or, oh, Hades. Hades. Hades is basically the same as Sheol. Uh, Gehenna is a different word, and it's 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 connected to the Valley of Hinnom, where in the Old Testament. They uh, uh, sacrificed these babies. It later became the trash place. It's an actual physical place on earth. It's a physical place in Jerusalem where you threw your trash out. Uh, There were lots of, uh, also, dead bodies were there. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you were, in fact, to be specific, had uh, Joseph of Arimathea not taken Jesus down from the cross and buried him in his tomb, they would have thrown his body as a criminal in Gehenna. Mm -hmm. This is where it just rots dead animals, refuse, it was the dump. Now, we don't have much of a mindset anymore of the dump, but when I was a kid, going to the dump was actually yeah. quite exciting. <laughs> Adventure. You, you never knew what you might see at the dump.
1: Or you could get stuff.
0: Sometimes you? you could yeah. get stuff. <laughs> Sofas, chairs, all, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Uh, and it worked the same way. Mm-hmm. Someone else's junk is your treasure. But the Gehenna was just a lot like the dump where you threw things out. And I, I grew up in behind the Pine Curtain. And what we did at the dump is we burned all of our trash. And you burned it. And it was always burning. Mm-hmm. There was always a smoldering burn because there was always it trash to burn. It smelled great. The, the smell. And so when Jesus starts describing Gehenna, he's not descri- I, I don't think he's describing like this. Final eschatological state. He's describing what Gehenna looks like in Jerusalem that everybody knows. Well, what is it? The fire never goes out. In fact, the word here is unquenchable, which mm-hmm. in, in Greek is the word asbestos. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, well, that's why asbestos is great. It doesn't burn very well. Mm-hmm. Now, it also tears your lungs to pieces, <laughs> but it's a different story altogether. Um, the unquenchable fire. It, 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 so the fire never goes out, uh, and the worm never, never dies. dies. Because if you just imagine all that trash, if you've ever been to a dump, it's full of maggots mm-hmm. feeding off the rotting uh, flesh of animals and people, but also refuge and waste and the smell, the human waste. Mm. This is the trash pile. So I have to confess to you, that informs a lot of my understanding Mm -hmm. of what hell is. It's the trash pile. Mm -hmm. It's where you go when you are no longer useful to the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Um, Which makes more sense to me than a place of punishment. The things in hell don't feel it. But that's where they go. Hmm. Um, Discarded. Discarded. So hell is eternal's trash heap. This is where you go. That's where your soul goes. Your body goes. Whatever you believe about the afterlife. That's where you go for eternity. Because you're not useful. Uh, And so that informs a lot. Now we got to be careful. Because in modern American parlance, usefulness is the work that I do. Hmm. So it's what happens when I'm no longer... So are you saying that when I'm old and can't lift, I go to hell? <laughs> no, because in the kingdom of God, it's all upside down. Mm-hmm. The weak things are what's useful. The, mm-hmm. the, the foolishness is wise.
2: Well, and I feel like he gives us plenty of, of, I mean, he's graceful. He's full of grace and mercy. So he gives all of us chance after chance after chance. And, you know, um, our, the, that pride and that arrogance of wanting to do things our own way ultimately you know you have to make a choice to some degree after just like your kids you tell them please don't do that okay I said stop okay you're fixing to get a spanking (laughs) and then finally you have to bust you know you have to give them a whooping (laughs) or have to give them some kind of discipline or whatever and I feel like that's he asked for it same (laughs) way you know that everyone knows you know because just like Jamie said everyone's appointed a time to die and at at that time that that people die they've been given the choice and when they choose over and over again to live their own prideful way, then they just, I mean, it's just that continual choosing self over God that ultimately gets you there, if that makes sense. And but that makes you useless. When yes. you choose yourself over yeah, God. Yeah, then what good are you? And
0: I think in hearing what you're describing, a lot of people would interpret that to mean those people out there who aren't in church, who are doing all the sinful bad things, Things that we deem sinful when in reality what you may be describing could be equivalent to a Pharisee who is just as arrogant just as entitled because they think they have somehow earned a favor and to take what Jamie said uh, your usefulness is in your weakness it's who is Jesus hanging out with who is Jesus touching the people that society upright-standing citizens considered useless people Mm -hmm. because they didn't fit in because they they had messed up too much. And those are the ones that Jesus reached out to because they were the ones who I think were already at the end of themselves saying, I feel useless, I am useless. And that's when they became the most useful because that's when God could say, let me show you what I can do. When you realize it, to use a different language, that all your righteousness is as filthy rags, Mm trash or uh, Paul Scubala mm-hmm. all my ri- I count all my righteousness as trash is well when when you realize that that's when you're at the place of true mm-hmm. useful I agree with this completely mm-hmm. so so it's not my work that I do which is the exact opposite of what we think yeah. it's my mm-hmm. my love my devotion my relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus this is what is useful to God God does not my need trust. God does not need our talent our time our money. We give these back to God as worship, but but he does not need any of that. What he really desires is us, and he made us for eternity. When we turn that off, we become useless Mm -hmm. to him. And And although our
2: fruits are supposed to show evidence of our salvation, it's not up to us to deem who's saved and who's not. Well, she doesn't go to church, and she says bad words, and she's hateful and mean. Okay, her fruits are showing that she's not a Christian. But I'm not judgy. (laughs) But ultimately, who are we to say? I mean, we don't know. We don't know her relationship with the Lord. We don't know her heart, the condition of her heart, whether, you know, she's alive or on her deathbed. My granddad, you know, he didn't go to church. They were Church of Christ. He never, I never saw the man go to church. He never talked about the Lord. And the day he died, you know, my grandmother called a pastor in and mr. Barry he was holding his hand Mr. Barry can I pray with you and my granddad said no that won't be necessary and I it, you know and you just don't know you don't know the condition of people's hearts now that to me says okay he wasn't interested in that but what if the last five seconds before he he died he asked Jesus to be I mean you just don't know well
0: now you're you're running up against I would say it's not it doesn't feel as powerful now, but i'm I'm disconnected from a lot of uh, from the academy i haven't been' in, I haven't been in the classroom in a while. The academy <laughs> the academy <laughs> He's got Oscars on the mind no I think Starfleet academy um the idea was popular when I was a student. That's a better way of saying it <laughs> um of of a second chance uh of that there will be after we die and people realize, oh, mm-hmm. oops, that Ooh, was real. <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> oh, that they'll be given some sort of second chance evangelism, some sort of second opportunity to receive, uh, and that that, that will um, clear out the ranks of hell, as it were, because people seeing the error of their their choice, that solves that problem. It also solves the person who never heard problem mm-hmm. now i'm not saying i endorse that but it was incredibly popular mm-hmm. um it gets you to where you still have hell but, but not yet. but there's and a, there's a hell is a byproduct of my own choosing more so than i didn't jump through the right hoop therefore right. i'm getting punished yeah like a schizophrenic abusive Mm. dad or a toxic relationship it's like we're inviting people God is so loving so gracious and so wonderful until you know it's like just when you thought it was safe (laughs) to go back to church well, and
2: God doesn't throw people in hell. You know, that's one of the big questions. If he's such a loving God, then then how does he send people to hell? Well,
0: well he does cast them <laughs> into the lake. There is yeah, a casting. There's an ejection. By our choice, though. <laughs> it's by our choice. I agree with you completely. That, that right. he, it's, it's, it's the result of our choices. Mm-hmm. Well, and uh, I've heard an illustration before. Like if you had three kids, which I do, um, and you had to choose Two of them to keep and one to not keep. Which would you choose? I'm so sorry, Easton. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 internal dissonance and uh, disconnect that that creates. The first thought is, you go, well, I would I would go in their place. And then the point being made is, if you as a parent can can get that. In many ways, that's exactly what God did. He He doesn't want to send or cast exactly. people to hell. He tried to go in our place mm-hmm. to resolve any of this, to continue to give mm-hmm. us these opportunities. So let's let's take this. I want to mention one other word and then spin this. How, how, how deep are we into the forty minutes? Oh, forty one minutes. Oh, you're killing me. I thought I had twenty minutes. I only have nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every minute matters. So the other word in the New Testament that is, is Tartarus. Which doesn't really Isn't that mean in much. Doctor Who. It's that's the <laughs> where's Kelly. Uh, tartar <laughs> is that something you eat. Tartarus is just fun. <laughs> oh, to say. steak tartar. Steak ha- tartare. I hated it. Sorry. Uh, well, it's raw steak? Yeah. It's uh, with an uh, egg. Tartar sauce comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, all of these things, but Tartarus is that. It's a uh, an idea of heaven of more like the purgatory idea. It's used by Peter, but I I don't think it's it's a synonym. I think for Hades the way he uses it. Uh, I have heard people, though, say, because it's a different word, they will develop these different... You know, it's funny how you get one word in the Bible can develop 17 mm-hmm. hierarchies mm-hmm. where there's Gehenna, Tartarus, and Hades, and there's different different ideas. Mm-hmm. And I just reject all of that. I think that there is, there's only punishment uh, in the afterlife because I think by nature, again, this is where I think Misty and I are simpatico on this, it must logically be because I can't be a universalist. Everyone can't go to heaven. Because Hitler can't go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the people who reject God's love continually can't go to heaven. The unrepentant pedophile cannot go to heaven. That, that, that just, that's just the way it is. So it must logically exist for the expunging of that evil. Uh, but so you, you turn it a little bit. And so is hell um what what's the who gets in why do they get in and what's it like if it if it is a that place that that spot is it is it fire is that the thing i see more darkness than anything i just feel like it's isolation and cold or not cold i don't know if it's hot or cold i don't see flames and like you're talking about dante's fire it just feels dark to me
1: well it's the absence of light there's no yeah like if jesus is light there's no jesus
0: there see that's where i I take a lot of my ideas from james who says that the, the the father is the giver of all good things so everything that's good in the world comes from God mm-hmm. and if hell is separation from God mm-hmm. ergo, hell is the removal of all that is good yeah, awesome. so everything from the you know holding your daughter's hand and playing when they're little to banana pudding mm-hmm. to the way in which uh the church feels at high worship and you can feel so connected to everybody there to uh the elation of a warm the first warm spring day or the beauty of snowfall mm-hmm. before it's turned dirty. Um, uh, the idea of love, physical love, all of these things, that's all good. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, and so hell is the removal of all of that. And all you're left with is what's not good. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I think in some regards, I could get behind an argument that says on the cross jesus endured hell and somehow he defeated it forever in that action and that changes the dynamics of what it may be for for you know maybe that's why annihilation is a possibility as opposed to eternal suffering because he did suffer Mm -hmm. um and if there is a second chance it's solely because of what jesus did on the Mm -hmm. cross that he endured hell all the all that is bad he endured what is it, it's in right that has the saying, I'm not a universalist, but I believe God might be or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Tom would say. <laughs> hey, Tom, call me. <laughs> um, that sounds like something he would, he he might say. Um, that's not how I would put it. I, I, I do think that, so Joni's worried about hell. Because it doesn't seem right <laughs> to her, is that right?
1: I, I'm a little worried about hell. You're
0: you're, you're worried about a, a universe in which hell exists.
1: Uh, yes, or I'm worried. Um, yes,
0: I'm with Joni. I'm, so I'm in that same camp. So the two of you, Misty and I, have no problems whatsoever. <laughs> with <this>. I do <laughs> not. Burn, baby, burn. Right. So uh, see, we're in that heart <laughs> part of the enneagram, and there. Are, see, I don't know what you are, but he's in the head part over here. See, so. to me. Enneagram feels like the first <laughs> ring of hell. <him. laughs> so,
1: but I'm not in the universalist camp either.
0: I got you. I think you're closer to annihilationist. You mm-hmm. was like, well, one and done. Well, you line you up, tell you all the things you did, let there be a moment of regret and contemplation, and poof, right, no more. And um, I don't believe there's a second chance. I believe
1: you've had your chances. And
0: I like that idea from the perspective of if you create a situation, and I've heard this by preachers before, where hell has to exist because the soul is immortal. It's eternal, which is more Greek philosophy than anything else. But mm. the soul is eternal, therefore it must go somewhere, and it's going to go to hell for eternity. Now you've created a God who's not powerful yeah. enough to yeah. vanquish yeah. evil. Yeah. So he's, he, the best he can hope for is to contain it <laughs> <laughs> in some place, like nuclear waste. Right, mm-hmm. and that, that just uh, that diminishes God for me. So, but but you're, you guys are that place. So, whatever qualms you have, there's no way you're more moral than God is. Right. That, that's the way I would put it. There's no mm-hmm. way you've thought of something God has not, mm-hmm. and there's no way you love human beings. miss talks about her grand. By the way, thanks for talking about your grandfather that way. Sure. Um, I have family members I worry the same mm-hmm. sort of things about. You know, you look them in the eyes. You say, "You need Jesus." Let's mm-hmm. talk about Jesus. And they just, "No, not, not. Yeah, not gonna, I'm no, no, not interested." No, that's good for you, yeah, uh, not for me. Mm-hmm. And then they die, and you're like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. Uh, so you work because you love them, yeah. But there's no way you love your grandfather more than Jesus loves your grandfather. True. And so, whatever issues you have, he he's thought of them first, mm-hmm. and so he's either has a solution. Or a really nice logical answer mm-hmm. for it that is wrapped in grace mm-hmm. and love. Yeah. So somehow, some way, that's how for me these pieces put together. Yeah. Um, my my biggest thing, and I think I come back to this week after week, is those of <laughs> us who call ourselves Christians who are just so convinced their way of seeing everything is the only way and if anyone has doubt or questions or answers obviously they don't love Jesus as opposed to I like this podcast where we're not all on the same page completely but we there's the space and the freedom to discuss and to bring it back to ultimately God is bigger than all of this. Well, that's what you think. I'm going to start affording you all these articles <laughs> on the internet about why you're wrong about your view of hell. Like every 10 minutes, boom. Have you read this one? Have you considered this one? Have you thought about this one? Boom. And there's
2: going to be a test. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, you're right. It, uh, Jesus did talk about hell more than he did heaven. That's a, a, a verifiable fact. But he never gave us the specifics, really. He always talked about it in this. Seem to think we have <laughs> high flowery language and the closest he ever came to specifics is a is a parable. I mean, you talked about a, who mentioned Abraham's bosom. That was that, that parable. I think it's found only in Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man dies and yeah, he's it's a it's poor poor man and he goes to right? Abraham's bosom. <laughs> but the rich man who mm-hmm. scorned him, who wouldn't feed him, dies and goes to Hades, which uh, again, he goes to Hades based on his works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's there and he's like he he can see Abraham across the bosom across the chasm now, this is where I've had arguments that people will argue based solely upon that him. story that there's some sort of two-way mirror mm-hmm. that you can see through from one to the other that people in hell can see what a good time they're having in heaven I don't believe that and the people in heaven can see what's going on in hell well it wouldn't be heaven no. if you, <laughs> you can, can see Abraham yeah. Ooh. Pull up the chair, get some popcorn. It's suffer an hour. <laughs> well, for the next couple of for the next, next millennia, we're gonna watch him suffer. Ooh, look at that maggot. Ooh, that's a big one. I mean, this just sounds horrible. The fifty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's your. <laughs> it's on. It's on Eternal Netflix, right? <laughs> oh my soul! Now that, that's to be horrible, and I just don't see any kind. Of, that's a parable Jesus is telling. It doesn't have this, the feeling of teaching in which you have, I think, uh, the upside-down world of the gospel where the poor right, are blessed, mm-hmm. but the rich. It's hard for a rich man to get into the kingdom of heaven mm-hmm. because he has all the stuff here. Yep. That, that's the teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a teaching about that, what hell is like. Um, and for the record, heaven would not be heaven if it was just... Abraham hugging me for <laughs> eternity. <laughs> this sounds. You know, would awful. it be a
1: Baptist Can side hug? <laughs> <bosom>. <laughs> Could I just have a side hug, please?
0: Neither me COVID. nor Abraham would be comfortable <laughs> with that situation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Awkward. <laughs> I like hugs.
0: Uh. From how a, about from eternal, a, eternal hugs? From an old man with <laughs> a huge beard who smelled bad. I mean, it's just so, no. You yeah, no, no, no. everybody smells. He smells good. like camels.
1: Everybody smells good in heaven, for sure.
0: Sure. No stickers. There's no BO.
1: And is his beard gray?
0: I got to think about this one. Mm. I don't know. Are, are there. Because what I think smells good, like cilantro.
1: Mm, I love cilantro. To me, but, mm-hmm.
0: cilantro smells wonderful and it tastes even better. But there are folks for whom cilantro does not tastes like dishwashing liquid. But couldn't it be like, what's that potion in Harry Potter (laughs) that they're brewing (laughs) in the Half-Blood Prince? And he asks them, what does it smell like? And Hermione says, fresh cut lawn and spearmint or whatever. And he says, the potion, uh, you smell, what are your favorite things to smell? So maybe heaven is you each smells differently. So, so we talked a Donuts. little bit. Of, so we talked. About I have gotten the Enneagram and Harry Potter in here today. So, well just what's the what's this new thing he's working on this year? It's not either one of those. Oh yeah. What am I working on? You mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago. Did I? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you get to, um, I think last what's your idea of heaven like? The idea of hell, you can think cold. What's the story? Who told the story about people in a room with long spoons? Do you guys know that story? Uh, yeah, I read somebody that Somebody who's
1: told us. Did you I don't that? think I have preached I it I did. Here. I brought it up somebody in a podcast, yeah. I think,
0: because I had read it in a book, but I don't remember what I when think I think you
1: it. told that in a youth in a youth setting.
0: I, yeah, I remember. So, no, it was a podcast so cause i never heard it So the spoons are too long to feed yourself, so heaven is where they learn to feed each other, yeah. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hell is where they you know, kind of beat each other with <laughs> the spoons. Yeah. <laughs> um, your view of hell, it's it's um, it's the s- scream. I think I heard this description one time. I read it in a book. It's the scream that is screamed, and you hear the scream, and then you realize it's your scream. Mm-hmm. That's a terrifying mm-hmm. idea. But maybe it's the same take on what Paul was I mentioned last week. Uh, He talks about heaven as where uh, now I see through a glass darkly, but then I shall see face to face, and I will know as I am known. Um, What if hell is the same idea without grace? Mm -hmm. To completely know who you are and have to live with who you are without Mm -hmm. grace. I heard something recently that said hell is you having to spend time with yourself from five years ago. Like in five years, try five days ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: five minutes. I don't like me yesterday.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, that, that goes to what you're saying right there, is is having the consciousness of knowing something that you didn't know. I don't know if would, would Jamie now enjoy hanging out with 19-year-old Jamie? Right. And I think the answer is no. Oh, gosh, I think of younger me, and I'm like, what well, not jerk. being
2: able to change it. There's nothing at that point that w- will ever change Exactly, you stuck know, in that loop. It. You're yeah. stuck in
0: a, reg- a huge, huge eternal regret loop. Yeah. So, I, I've often wondered about that. If hell is just the contemplation of of every consequence of every action you have ever done that hurt, caused I pain. I think a lot of people with high anxiety would say that's their life right now, because <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand grace. Yeah, grace is about it's not on you. I was trying to preach this yesterday. We put so much pressure on ourselves that we ha- that we take the place of God. And, and put everything on ourselves, where grace is. Actually, you don't have to carry that weight. You yeah. can't carry sure. that weight. Yeah. But hell might be separation from God, which is grace and love and mercy, so you're left with the consequences of all your actions, of who you really are, your true motivations, your true self, and what s- it just scares you. You want control, you get control. You get everything that you, you want. You finally it. get it, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrific freedom. Mm-hmm. I think see is horrific mm-hmm. freedom.
1: Ooh, I can get behind that idea.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so now you're at a place. where, What if hell is now? Just it's the what if. What if we are in hell now? Well, I'm, I've heard y'all that. Keep talking. For the I, I wrote something for the Christ this
2: follower, this is um, where hell on earth is is the most hell will ever experience for
0: believers. And, there, and, and reality now has a lot of hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyone who is, I think we're too glib to the Jesus wants us to have a perfect life now. Mm -hmm. I think he gives us, he gives us meaning and purpose and hope. Sure. But that hope is not rooted into how good things are now. Right. Uh, But there are, I mean, there's war and famine and violence and aggression and angst, all of the things are in everything that's in hell. I think is on Earth now.
1: Mm-hmm. But there's also the possibility for that not to be. Well, there's well, also the hope of love and mercy and
0: forgiveness. So they're both there. So so, they're, so 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 I think everything in heaven is on Earth now mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. That's what I wrote down and. For help. the record, he hasn't written anything. It's on his phone. Well, it's He's holding a pen. I actually have notes. I prepared. But it just says, <laughs> it, I wrote down, this was a treadmill thought. So what if hell isn't where you go or what's done to you as much Treadmills as... Treadmills sound like hell to me. <laughs> but actually a present reality and God is inviting us out of that. And so you have the idea of I can remain in this or I can, what I would say, like what Joni's saying, there's grace. Grace can take... The state of brokenness and turn it into something good, and bring good. I mean, because you got the, you talk about Hitler, you got um, Anne Frank. You know, she comes out of how? How does a person like Anne Frank, in her short life, write and think what she did? Because I put myself in her situation, and I don't know that I would <laughs> be able to to have it. And so it's this. It's like this stray abused animal that you're trying to rescue. all they know is torture and brutality but you're trying to woo them to trust you because you want to rescue them and bring them to a better life it's not so much you better be a good cat now or i'm gonna punish you later right it's it's you're already kind of in a state of it and it's an invitation to a hope a life a solution if you will out of it
2: but so many people want to wait I'll just wait because I'll that's wait. where we've gotten it wrong. And we've
0: made it about. It's just yeah. this place that happens. After and nobody you die. knows,
2: but that's the thing you don't know. So why wait? You could die in a car crash tomorrow. And if you don't know who Jesus is, you know, that's kind of where my dad is. He kind of believes, but not really. He'll ask me for prayer, but he doesn't go to church and he doesn't understand how a good God can send people to hell. And he's just going to wait a while. And he's 80 years old. I'm like, dad, <laughs> Let's be serious here, you know, you don't have time to wait.
0: But are we and not in this situation, but in so many situations have we taught people like that that you're in being invited into a concept mm-hmm. of church or salvation that isn't what grace really is. And right. And I maybe that's why saying. they're resistant yeah. to it because it's it's not what it's supposed to be. <laughs> right. I don't know.
2: Yeah but for people to feel like they have time. it's If you walked by a burning house and, and you're gonna dive in there and you're gonna take those people out, you're gonna try to save those people. So for me, waiting to tell somebody about Jesus until the time's just right. And I know there's, you know, it, there's different scenarios and different ways to do that. But ultimately, you know, everybody that we come across, we're supposed to you know, offer that and, and be a witness and if our lives don't show it, which our lives should produce the fruit that other people see that are evident, um, I feel like that's our responsibility and our obligation as Christ followers. Well, and for is some make people, sure those people know.
0: For some people, they're a waiter, waiter or waitress at a restaurant, and Christianity telling them about God's love means they left a track instead of a tip. Yeah. As opposed to,
2: yeah, there's a way. As there's opposed to, <laughs> but to them, they th- listen really, to me, people. They think if you're doing this, if you good,
0: leave a you know? track <laughs> as a tip, that's fine. You put a twenty-dollar yes. bill or two twenties or three twenties inside yeah. that exactly. track. That's what you do. Do it right, man. <laughs> <laughs> do it right. You're giving us all a bad rep, and some of us are getting tired of it, uh, man. And We're leave your to carry name your and water. leave your phone
2: number exactly. so people can call you when they have questions. Don't just, you um. know, leave them high and dry. Here's or, yeah,
0: leave the track that start. looks like a $20 oh. bill. So, oh, yeah, oh. So, wrong. so, so let's, so let's, let's, let's. just started a new track topic down here. Down
1: that. <laughs> I just think we have to, we have to, it's not, just fire insurance. Like we can't yeah. just be spreading. Hey, this is your fire insurance. There's so much more, and I think Missy, you're right that we can't wait to tell people about Jesus. But your life, right before you even get there, tells them about it. Jesus. Should it should it should
0: yeah. But we use hell instead of honey. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so. S- <laughs> We can't leave the topic of hell without Hell House. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I almost oh. brought that up a minute ago. I totally forgot. <laughs> I'm glad can't you said that. that without the evil, pernicious problem uh. of Hell House. Daryl or Joni, who have extensive work uh. with youth, describe for us what a Hell House is. Hell. For, <laughs> for our one listener or two listeners, might not know. Go, go ahead, Daryl. No, you go ahead.
1: So, I don't, I don't think I ever been to went to a hell uh, house. I've been never, to
0: one. you never been to one? No,
1: I did go to the... We can
0: fix that because I think there's 14 around. Well, No, the,
1: you're hurting my heart right now. I not like only went I mean,
0: to one, I went to one in East Texas on oh, top of that. Oh,
1: that means there's chainsaws and fire. <laughs> there was, there was date, so I you already, nailed it. I did go to the I did go to the play though. I've gone to one of the plays that you know it's like, Oh, you know, this is hell.
0: Heaven's Gates, Hell's that's Flames. One, that's the one. Yeah. It's where you go into a church and mm-hmm. it's like a and it's always done around Halloween because it's like a Halloween carnival, except you go from Sunday school class to Sunday school it's class. Spiritual porno violence. And you have scenes of death and destruction, car wrecks. It's kinda like when they do the drug Things mm-hmm. at this high school yeah. and whatever, and they have the car wreck out in the Scare parking streams. lot. Scary. See, I don't, yes. well, I've never liked haunted houses. Well, so I you don't, go to these things, and, and they, me they're Christian like, haunted it's like a houses, haunted house. yeah. yeah. And they play on every fear you have it's of terrible. dying or someone dying, and then you go into the main auditorium where they do have a play or whatever, and, it's, and it pulls and on every emotional string you, you could have, and then they have an invitation. Do you, if you if you don't want this to be you, <laughs> come down front. Well, my gosh, every normal... Well, and yeah. they're like 12-year-olds. Yes, yeah. it's always aimed at kids, and, and everyone's weeping and crying, and they make this decision in air quotes and fill out the card and so, all of this stuff, and then they never come back to church. The part I remember <laughs> about the Hell House is there's always the 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 good Christian girl in the car mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. who is with the and the boys drinking mm-hmm. and he has a wreck and she goes to heaven and they all go to hell but she's regretting it because she did not share the gospel with them like she should have cue so in more shame mm-hmm. and then there's almost always an abortion scene yep there's abortion mm-hmm. scene and then the f- mm-hmm. Family gets reunited in heaven or something like that. Yeah. With Except them.
1: for there's not one person there or
0: something. Yeah, there's always a missing yeah. person. Yes. we don't talk about Bruno. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the um, so, so so the thing with the Hell House is I apply, and I mean this. I we can. It's horrible. It's a terrible thing. Please don't do it. If you're thinking, if you. Dear Pastor, if you're thinking about leading your church to have a hell house, this is my strong recommendation against such policy. And I second that. Uh, however, I understand the heart behind it. The heart behind it is right. we don't, there is a hell, mm-hmm. it is real. We don't want you to go there. Right. And we want you to realize that there are consequences to actions here that um, that will lead you to that place. Now, it also has to do with when you have too many people in your church in the theater department, <laughs> and you need to find some way to incorporate them into the Give ministry. Give them a ministry. Yeah, have that's a Christmas play. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. maybe. I've seen some really bad <laughs> Christmas <laughs> plays, too. <laughs> I'm just Santa saying. Santa
1: Claus uh, looking over the... <laughs> s-
0: Santa Claus was at the nativity. You didn't know that. Because uh, Mary said, all I want for Christmas is a baby. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I understand the heart, and that's where I think the benefit of hell, we have to be real careful. For 2,000 years, the idea of the people that we love and care about not going to hell has been a driving force of evangelism. I don't think it should be the target, like Hell House or the track or the Hellfire and Brimstone sermon. I don't think that's how we do it. Can't but scare people into a relationship. You can't scare, right. but I think the idea of hell as a reality for those who don't know should push us to share the gospel. How good! Not, not to you for you to avoid the bad. There is something, but, but better. But there is this is this wow. is good. In fact, I would say because there's so much hell on earth, <laughs> we don't have to invent it. Yeah, mm. it's, it's there. there, and you can have a. You who has all this anxiety or has all this fear or who has been through the guilt and shame of uh, car accidents or abortions. or all You can have this better life. You can have grace and forgiveness and redemption and oneness with God. All of this can be yours. Um, that's what we preach. Mm-hmm. We don't preach the negative. We preach the pot. I mm-hmm. really just so believe that mm-hmm. even if sometimes I fail uh because we do f- go back to those narratives. Mm-hmm. Uh they're they're deeply it just inviting us. people
2: to church, you know? Um
0: except not on pornography day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're not going to go there, but
0: the topic of pornography day, not pornography day. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- we did just a disclaimer. We did not have <laughs> a pornography day at church. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I think stuff. we probably should. wrap. Anything else, Misty? You've been very it's quiet stuff. today. You're usually much more. I'm just listening. I'm it's, just your it oh, it's your tooth pain. 2 tooth hurts. Your tooth hurts. I
1: took four ibuprofen. Four. Ago, so. Your body. I'm up in.
0: Your body weight can't handle. I'm up,
2: I'm up in the game.
1: Misty so, is hell for you. Eternal t- uh, t- dental pain.
2: Saturday
0: that's, that's it comes was. Close. Well, Saturday it was bad. I have decided that the, the, the most terrifying sound on the earth may be the dentist drill. Uh, just that drill, that high yes. pitched whine. That's just and that ho- smell. Ho- yeah. Grinding teeth, grinding, burning teeth, mashing mm. teeth. Oh, mm. Mm. Hell in the dentist chair. Thanks. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, what are we doing next week? Humanity? No, humanity's oh, no, in two no. weeks. The Bible. On, oh, the Bible.
2: Can we believe
1: it? Can, Can we trust it? trust it? Can
0: we trust it? That wasn't stereo.
1: <laughs> we do share one brain. Yeah. Most of the time, Misty has it. <laughs> that is not <well> true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, on that note, thanks for listening, guys. You guys are amazing. Uh, we are glad to be here with you as a part of our ministries of Fellowship Baptist Church under the water tower uh, here on the hill in Marble Falls. Take care. Love each other. Be nice. Drive safely. Uh, drive very <laughs> safely. Love each other. See ya. See Y'all going right. to say goodbye or am I just <laughs> going right. <laughs> <ready laughs> to press stop?
1: I'm to tell these
2: people Jesus loves you. Don't wait.